Your friends suck. Was that good? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Your friends suck, where we talk about all the things uh, your sucky friends don't want to talk about. We just had like a pre-show meeting, mm-hmm. and Joey had a great idea for a show name. Now, see, now I'm hesitant to say it because I'm kind of scared if we put it out there that someone will take it. That's true. So Should it's we just not? a. It, mm, because I like would love people's opinion, but I'm also too scared, I think. Check out our Instagram. We'll have it there. <laughs> we'll put a poll on our story <laughs> or something because I'm way too scared to say it now that it's because it's really good. Anyway, um, welcome back to Your Friend Suck, the podcast where we talk about all the things your second friends don't want to talk about. What we're talking about this week is what everyone is talking about right now. Um, and that's because a revival of Twilight has suddenly found its way back into our homes and our hearts how i'm not sure but we're here there's a big trend of like nostalgia for early 2000s right now yeah we're struggling we realize that growing up is not cool and we need to cling to what we have yeah and that is falling in love with a vampire and a werewolf at the same time yep (laughs) Yep. Okay. Anyway, um, so I'm assuming if you're here and have listened to us this far somehow that you also probably have a similar upbringing and you were raised by Twilight. However, if you weren't, um, it's basically a series of books that were written. I think they were in the early 2000s. I don't remember. Yes. By um, Stephanie Meyer. And basically it's about a teenage girl who moves to a new school to go live with her dad. And she falls in love with this mysterious person. Um, and she rekindles a friendship with someone that she was friends with when she was very young. Turns out the one she falls in love with is a vampire and the other one is a werewolf and they are mortal enemies. Bum, bum, bum. I honestly just, just with that much, like, yeah, I, I really don't understand how the probability of like both the people you're close to having like, <sighs> yeah, some weird like superpower or weird immortal thing. Not 100 percent positive. It has to be very, very low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's happened to anyone else. <laughs> yeah, considering this is also like one of the only fictional or <laughs> yeah, like books that I've read that even has that as like plot points that they're your friends with both a vampire and werewolf. But, you know. Um, so today, basically, we're going to be talking about, we both just basically watched all five movies in a 24-hour span. Mm-hmm. Not fully intentionally, because I said I would watch, like, the first two, and As then I couldn't I. stop. <laughs> Same. It was, I just, uh, it recommended, I was like, okay, like, I, I fully intended to just watch the first one so that we could mm-hmm. have something to discuss, mm-hmm. and now I've watched them all, so. Yeah. I definitely needed a refresher on what happened for sure, mm-hmm. because I thought, oh, I'll watch the first one and it'll all come back to me. And it definitely didn't because there were still parts that I was like, oh, at, at random parts. Um, but yeah, it's well, first of all, we took a quiz pretty <laughs> early on on us watching this. And what we took a quiz of like how hardcore of a fan we are. If you didn't know, it's called a twi hard if you're a Twilight fandom person fan. <laughs> um, and I only got a 69, so I did not know that much mm-hmm. going into it. You scored a little higher than me. Yeah, I got, what, a 76, I think? Yeah. Um, which I didn't. I, I somehow, a lot of it came back to me as I looked at the multiple choice. I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just a bad test taker too, which isn't the best. <laughs> so that was a little bit. Hindered. I was, and I've told the podcast this before. I was, I I was a secret. I was a closeted twihard. Like, I mean, I wasn't again to the level of shirt. Well, I had one shirt, but um, <laughs> I wasn't to like a crazy obsession level. But mm-hmm. I did dabble, and like I read her other book. That's like the side story of one mm-hmm. of the newborns, and um. Yeah stuff like that but yeah it was interesting I one of the things I noticed first like literally off the bat watching the first one is I didn't realize how hardcore I was into the soundtracks I literally (laughs) knew what song was coming like Uh as I was watching it and I'm like I used to jam out to this like I don't know if that says anything about me (laughs) yeah because what how old would you have been when you started reading and watching these 
I was the book I want to say well I was in seventh grade when I first started reading them I was say I was in like seventh or eighth grade so like it was also my prime time when I had like bangs bleached hair was mm-hmm. wearing a lot of black and jelly bands and stuff like that so really, like really it fed very, into the personality <laughs> yes it really fed into the aesthetic that I was going for so like of course I fell into that trap mm-hmm. um I do remember like at the very end of the last movie, um, thousand, I can't even think who sings it. Thousand Years starts playing. Oh, and I was like, yeah. I, is literally the epitome of this movie is like the that song I heard probably for four years straight after these came out. Yeah, that was one of the <sighs> downers. But I mean, yeah, I even knew that that one song that Bruno Mars song came on at the end of... <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say? Let's add that these movies just had the most, like, Remy Malik is in one of them, Anna Kendrick is in them. It's like, who, where were these people and why were these the movie, this the movie, like, that they broke out in? They so had strange. no idea what they were getting into. I can no. guarantee that. I know Robert Pattinson did not. So. No. <laughs> no, <he didn't. laughs> Absolutely not. Um, what was I going to, oh, what I was going to ask was, now that you've kind of gone through them again, just off the bat, who was your favorite and least favorite characters? Ooh, okay. Um, so my f- – okay. <laughs> also, I, think- I apologize. Rogue is screaming in the background because she's very excited about <laughs> She wants to put her two cents in, and I respect mm-hmm. that. Um, I think my favorite is probably uh, – it's not Bella because she's annoying as <laughs> shit. Um. I think my favorite, though, is, is either Rosalie or Alice. Like, I always liked okay. them in their own way. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think my least favorite is uh, – I don't know. Let's do, do let's do favorite first, and then I'll think about okay. my least favorite. Um, I think my favorite was probably Alice. I didn't vibe as much with Rosalie. I just always thought she was kind of mean because <laughs> mm-hmm. it literally takes to, like, the last – bit uh the last stretch of after the wedding and stuff like that where she like starts to warm up to the entire situation um i do think that there was simply not enough emmett in the movies because Mm. he had some great one-liners he's like the very like jockey bro one that has like some funny things to say and there just wasn't enough of him in the movies yeah that's fair like at one point during the wedding he makes a toast and like He's, I think, referencing it as that she's about to be turned into a vampire, and obviously other people don't know that, because he says, like, Bella, I hope for the last 18 years you've got plenty of sleep because you're not getting any anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they thought it was probably, like, sexual, so yes. it was just, like, weird. Like, that's so awkward to say at a wedding. But he mm. was implying it as, like, haha, you're going to be a vampire and never sleep again, but that is not how it was perceived by everyone else. Do you have a least favorite? I'm really thinking about it. I don't – I honestly don't know who my least favorite is. I mean, like I said, a lot of them annoy me in their own special way. Like, Jacob annoys mm-hmm. me a few times. Bella annoys me a few times. Um, I actually can't think of the character's name that I like the least. It's the blonde-haired kid in the movie who's, like, the friend that keeps hitting on Bella. <gasps> oh. In the books, yes. he's, like, a big dick. Like, he is not – yeah he was just annoying and he was just annoying in this in the movies but in the book yeah he like is really like lusting after her and like kind of like is douchey about it and then like um he kind of blows off anna kendrick's character too yes mike newton and he blows off anna kendrick's character in like the rudest of ways yeah but i mean (sighs) she was annoying oh yeah okay i take it back anna kendrick's character i hate her (laughs) She's so annoying and like so passive aggressive that I want to just be like, say what you want. Like, yeah, her speech at the wedding was like, Edward never cared about any of us, and then Bella comes along and he magically falls in love. <laughs> it's like, yeah, literally, okay. it's chill was all I was thinking the whole time I was listening to that. Yep, it was very, very aggressive. Um, what was your general now that you've watched all? I feel like the books were better. 100%. But I don't know if it's because, like, you. I feel like with books you can at least make up perceptions of things in your mind. I just feel like the movies weren't as well executed as they could have been. No, not at all. Like, I feel like they did a really good job at, like, leaving a lot from what I remember. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I literally haven't read these books in 10 years. But um, yeah. 
from what I remember, like they did a really good job at not really leaving a lot out and like working mm-hmm. with what they could because a lot of it was like internal monologues with yep. Bella. So like mm-hmm. it's very hard to portray that without, you know, being super corny. Which was funny that it starts with her internal monologue in the first movie and then we never hear it again. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, because uh, like at first you're like, oh, this is how the storyline gets pushed along. I think you do hear it the one other time when she's like super depressed mm-hmm. is there's like a voiceover. But like in the very beginning of the movie, it sounds like her internal monologue. But I was like, huh, weird. And then it's just that's not how we push the story along the rest of the time. But fine. Yeah, there was a lot of it did. I will say the movies like the first one's the worst. Like, I feel like the oh, movies yep. got better. They were still corny. Yep. They were still rough, yep. but more manageable <laughs> after that. I have some just notes from the first movie. Oh, as so do bad. I. <laughs> well, first of all, she begins the very beginning of the movie is like, I've never really thought about like how I would want to die, but like in the arms of someone you love or like in the place of someone you love or something would be a way to go. And then immediately cuts to my mom is moving out of Arizona. And so I'm going to be moving to Fort Washington with my dad. And I'm like, wait, what? Like it has nothing to, there's no transition. It has nothing to do with what she's talking about. And I'm just like, okay, for sure. (sighs) Also, Jacob's wig the whole first movie is like the most oh, offensive it's thing coming I've ever off. seen. <laughs> it literally is coming off the whole time. Like no one told him, no one tried to fix it. I don't Why understand. Why was it like they decided to take the front of his actual hair and just brush <laughs> it back over the wig? Like they didn't even do like a lace front wig. They literally just like, we're gonna put like the little like string of hair and then we're just gonna brush his hair back over the rest of it so you can't see it. It's so bad. I have a theory that the director and writer of these movies really didn't want to do this. So they tried to tank it in the first one and it didn't take because there was too many Twilight obsessed yeah. middle school girls. I I um, think maybe they didn't have the budget because like people were like, people aren't going to want to watch this movie. And so the first one had like, it was so bad. I, yeah. And I didn't like, like their awkward stares to each other. Nope. Because um, there's no inner monologue. We don't hear what she's thinking. It's just Yeah, or what literally, he's thinking, so it's just like stares and you're like, what the yep. fuck is happening? It's just the music like do 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 over them just blank staring at each other. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, and then like I'm pretty sure Kristen Stewart, when she was getting the lowdown on her, like read one time or whoever helped her read one time that she bit her lip and then she took mm-hmm. every opportunity. Like it would be mid talking. She'd start biting her lip. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's not how you mm-hmm. talk. That's not how you bite a lip. <laughs> and like, there's so many awkward camera angles where I'm like, what is, what are you trying to achieve? Like, I, don't know. I just felt like it could have been a really good scene. And then all of a sudden the camera's like 700 At a Dutch away. angle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like something really fucking weird. We're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the confusing part for me is like the acting was, especially with Robert Pattinson, was, I keep going between the actors' names and then the characters' names. We'll st- I'll try to stick with the characters. Edward's oh, character. Guys, God. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. Do everything. Edward, the vampire, literally the whole entire first movie at no point does he like physically show that he is like into her he doesn't mm-hmm. like smile at her his body language doesn't like <laughs> make you think he likes her like when i watch it i was like dude because we don't have his inner monologue at all and mm-hmm. there's no like the writing isn't filling us in with like different body language things he just looks like he does not want to be there the entire time and it's like oh magically then he goes i don't have the strength to stay away from you and now he's in love with her yeah it seems very like and also something that annoys me honestly with the books and the movies i'm just Mm -hmm. i'm coming at this at a very logical angle like i just feel Uh like they are in their hundreds and this Mm -hmm. random little teeny bop comes around and then they just decide like we can trust her let's tell her all the secrets and then they just like kind of do it like they tell her everything well, and they talk I, about it at school in front of people. Yeah. I'm like, what's yeah. happening? I think um, Edward kind of ruined that for them because he, in the parking lot, this scene when he puts his sunglasses oh, on, he puts yeah. his arm around her in the parking lot and he goes, well, I'm going to hell anyway. That is the only movement <laughs> moment of that whole movie where he looks like a human. Like, I swear <laughs> it's the only move, moment where he has like movement in his joints and that he actually smiles. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. 
but I think he like kind of let the cat out of the bag a little too soon, and so everybody else was mad. But yeah, yeah I agree. But I think that's kind of well, no, because see, that's what's confusing to me is how did Emmett and Rosalie meet? Because they kind of adopted Jasper after he was already turned into a vampire, and it just happened that him and Alice fell in love. I don't. It's, I mean, it's been a while. I don't even know if they. Explained I don't remember them either. Because she just says like she found him. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was just I like I'm assuming when you're a vampire you find other vampires and maybe they but like they, had a connection. Yeah, because like I know Carlisle only changes people when they're like dying to give them life essentially. Yeah. So I was like, did they just randomly find this dying man? And Rosalie was like, oh, I'm in love with him. Let's <laughs> save him. Or I just don't understand. I, go- I just googled it real quick um it says rosalie had the chance to fight show off her strength when she initially came across emma as a human he was attacked by a bear she was strong mm-hmm. enough to fight off the bear and save him and brought him to carlisle to be turned oh so stockholm syndrome Ooh, i feel like that's a lot of what's going on here <laughs> well my other thing is is like we don't make a big enough deal that these um Kids are all dating each other. Yeah. Is that not weirder to everyone else? It was certainly weird to the classmates. Well, and the other part is that (laughs) they all live in a big house together. And then later when Edward and Bella get married, they get their own house. That is a very good point. Maybe because they have the baby that they were like, I don't know. I just was like, why don't they all have their own little house then? Because it's like, oh, Alice and Jasper don't want privacy ever either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe because they said they can get a little feisty in the beginning. Like they were like, we don't want to hear that or deal with it. So you can just come join us once you're like over the newly wed okay. phase. I don't know. Maybe. Also, anyone listening, I really hope you've either watched or read these because. If you haven't. You should go back about 20 minutes from now and go watch them all, then come back to this. It's for the best. Or listen to this, go watch them all again, because you probably have watched them, and then remember us talking in your head during this movie. Honestly, what we should do is for a Patreon episode is commentate over one of them. Probably the first one. That would be Um, incredible. I... (sighs) I have here, like, in quotes, your scent is like a drug to me. You're like my own personal brand of heroin. <laughs> and then the other one is like, I'm only afraid of losing. Like, he's not afraid of anything. I'm only afraid of losing you. And I said, dot, 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 after they went on a single date, if you can even consider it a date. Like, well, and like, the whole reason he's obsessed with her is because of her like, scent. Like, I don't know. I just yeah. feel like that's a weird. And the whole, like. Um, well, and she knows nothing about him. Yeah. And he's like, what a masochistic lion. And she's like, what a dumb lamb. I was like, yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, you guys are so stupid. I'm just, well, I just feel like, especially in the movie, there's no buildup of their relationship oh, in no. the slightest. If that's your only experience, because, like, it does get a lot more hardcore in the book. I'll, like, give mm-hmm. it that. But in the movie, it does just seem like all of a sudden, like when she was depressed because her and Edward broke up, she was writing to Alice. And like, if you only Mm -hmm. watch the movies, you would be like, why is she so attached to this bitch? She's like talking her up. Like, yep, it's really weird. And like, I think in the books, at least like you're getting the her inner monologue. Obviously, they go on like that date. It's like over a whole night. They have like another moment where they hang out. And then it's like then the, the like field scene and stuff happens. But it's just like in the movie, there's a little bit. Am I going to read the first book again? I feel like really that's the only one I need to read because I feel like the first movie was so bad that I'm like, was it as bad as I remember it being or was it better? I bet you could find the audiobook, honestly. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I just also, I literally am so incredibly upset that Stephanie Meyer made them sparkly. Yes. And I and left the other, it. like, yeah. I get that, like, okay, that that's a way then that they can't, like, be just wherever mm-hmm. and that they would out themselves and they have to be careful. But I'm like, you couldn't think of anything else? Or you couldn't have been cliche and just make it to where the sun hurts them when they're... Yes. In this, like, I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I, like, I just... She tried to attract teenagers and I was just like, I don't need this. It, it did work, I think. <laughs> Yeah. At the time. Now I'm just like, it doesn't make sense. 
I'm like having vague flashbacks of like a shirt. I feel like that was like, I like my men sparkly or something like that. God. So yeah. it was embraced. Hot Topic loved this the most. Yes. yes. More than anyone. More than anyone. Hot Topic said, this is ours and no one can take this away from us ever. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, like for the first movie, what would you say is probably the most cringe part that you saw? I literally hated the way he carried her up the mountain. (laughs) When he says, hang on tight, spider monkey. Spider monkey. Yeah, I think that maybe the worst to me i also have in my notes why does edward look like an animatronic because (laughs) he did not look like a human at any point there's one scene when they're in the parking lot that's it yeah (sighs) what was your most cringe i i think i just struggled with Kristen stewart as a whole like i just (laughs) it the awkwardness like i get that bella is supposed to be awkward Mm -hmm. but like she just took it to an uncomfy level and it really distracts you from everything that's going on because you're like, are you afraid? Are you happy? Like That's what's confusing is their acting doesn't really read like emotion. It reads as mm-hmm. fear almost the whole time from both of them. So they don't seem like they're into each other. Mm-mm. It's very confusing. I will give it that when we get to the second one, she got much better. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, somebody said, hey, you got to fucking chill because <laughs> this isn't good. And she was like, okay, I got you. Everyone suddenly aged overnight. I don't know how, but it was like from the first movie to the second movie, they all like matured physically. Like they all looked better and they all their acting got much better. And I don't know if it's because they were so young in the first movie and then like obviously – it was scrutinized when it came out a little bit for probably the acting and then it got better. I don't know, but everyone got much better in the second one. Thank yeah. God. And I'm pretty sure it was only like a year between them. Yeah. I think all of them released fairly close together. I can yeah, look. It was like literally once a year. I just looked it up. Okay. Yeah. They were very, very close, but it just was like, for some reason they all matured overnight. Yeah. Um, second movie i this is why when people are like were you team edward or team jacob this is why i'm never really sure what i was then because (laughs) in the second movie i was definitely team jacob i feel like i really just i can feel that through the computer (laughs) i i i think i mean i did kind of go back and forth between being team jacob and edward but honestly like I I knew that she still loved Edward. I didn't like how she was kind of like dragging him along. I don't know. I I could never get super into it because I was super upset that she left or that her and Edward broke up. Yeah. Um, Were you more on the fence about this one or about Gail and Peta? Wow. Should we do do Hunger Games? (laughs) (laughs) Is it on Netflix? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Joey, I swear to God, we're not going to make this a thing. We're going to do something else next week. Um, I don't, oh, I don't know. I feel like I did watch Netflix. So, okay, but anyway, no, um, Netflix I, is going to hear that and release it next week, and we're like, damn. <laughs> Guess we have to. We I have would to. say honestly, it, I think really Edward and Jacob bother me more because I, mm-hmm. I couldn't stand how whiny Jacob was. Like, mm-hmm. it was very much the energy of like, girls never pick the nice boys, and I'm yeah. a nice boy. And Gail had that too in Hunger Games, but like I just felt like it was more prevalent. Maybe it's just because it's fresh in my mind. Yeah. But like with Gail, it kind of just made sense where it was like, hey, we're sticking together. Like, and they grew up together. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what the thing is like with Gail is like they grew up together, whereas like she knew him as a child and then knew him again as like a 17 year old. So it was yeah. like they didn't have this much history as like Gail and I think the reason in the second one I ended up being like i don't know kind of jacob is when you read the book her depression after edward leaves is like so incredibly deep and -hmm. depressing that like you're like dude yeah like edward don't come back because you are the worst (laughs) like we're like and then jacob's there kind of comforting her the whole time also she kind of makes us all think that she does have feelings for Jacob. And she even yeah. says, like, if Edward didn't come back, maybe they would have been a thing. And you're like, uh. Okay. That Great. was the beginning of her being a hoe. Because she just, like, <laughs> I sent Marissa, <laughs> which 
this may be me getting too much into the third book, but I sent Marissa this tweet that sent me that somebody was, yeah, okay, I'm talking like fourth book, but we'll go back. Um, yeah. I just have to bring it up. Uh, basically, so fourth movie, um, they're having a kid and someone tweeted, that bitch Bella was really going to name her son EJ, Edward Jacob, after both her hoes. Oh, Fucking dog. I love it. <laughs> Which like literally... It just, it was like so shitty because ah, like Jacob is so obviously in love with her and she keeps telling him to his face like, no, we're not going to be together. No, we're not going to be together. We almost kiss in the truck. Oh, Edward might be back. No, we're not going to be together. No, we're not going to be together. Then they literally are up on a fucking mountain and she tells <laughs> him to kiss her. Because like, okay, this is also an important part is that he does try to kiss her at one point and she gets upset and punches him in the face. And then he's like, I won't ever kiss you again unless you ask me. And there's this like really high tension moment when he finds out that they're going to get married and she literally in fear, like asks him to kiss her. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, literally an engaged bitch, and she's like, ooh, kiss me. And, like, no one's mad about it. Like, it was just so random. It was almost yeah, like Edward's like, like, he was like, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and then there's, like, a whole awkward fight that happens right before that where, like, Jacob has to, like, hold Bella to keep her warm because Edward can't because he's literally dead. And like, And, like, they're fighting over her sleeping body, and it's super fucking awkward. And yeah. Jacob's like, she might still pick me. And Edward's like, sure, dude. (laughs) Would you even want him? Like, would you even want her at that point? That's my thing. And I think at that point, that's where Edward's like, if she picks you, like, no, I'm not going to kill you because like, why? Like, it doesn't make (laughs) sense. Yeah, no, I just, I I had a lot of strong feelings. This is more kind of getting into the other one, but we, so we can go back. No, you're, you're, you're great. Well, no, just another thing on new moon. Um, which is the second, uh, you know, I really struggled with, um, well, first, before they even left, like, I really struggled with them just casually talking about and making jokes about their superpowers with, like, there was kids running. Like, I feel like I have a good hearing. Like, I can hear really well. I could hear that (laughs) gossip. And she's just casually talking to him while they're watching a movie and everyone's quiet. And he's like, yeah, I'll go to the Volturi. Like, he's just, like, spilling all Mm. these secrets in the middle (laughs) of Romeo and Juliet. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, Mm -hmm. and Jacob did the same thing. Jacob was like, "Mm, could you try guessing? Try remembering. Like, that. that's the kind of shit I do when I'm trying to, like, not spread something, but then I want Uh somebody to know. I'm like, hmm, can you guess the first letter? And this is supposed to be some kind of, like, top secret no one can know thing and he just casually shares it like well it's this is going to like the last one it's just <laughs> like when jacob shows up at charlie's house and just transforms into a wolf in front of him and, J- and charlie's like whoa and they're like jacob what the fuck <laughs> like, and this why is why i that? can't trust people because <sighs> when push comes to so- shove apparently it's very easy they're just gonna transform into a wolf in front of whoever <laughs> they want um this is uh, the one like big note that i had from that movie (laughs) was bella's freezing cold on the mountain edward has to pull jacob in to like keep her warm because jacob is like naturally way warmer than the average human being and jacob literally looks at edward and is like yeah well i am the hotter one and i'm just Mm. like i whoever made (laughs) <laughs> Taylor Lautner say that I would like to also sue <laughs> with, with Stephanie Meyer for making them sparkly I was very upset yeah no and that was something too with I was telling Marissa this because we were basically watching them at the exact same time so mm-hmm. we were able to like live commentary a little bit but um I struggled with Jacob's voice because he's supposed to be this like big bad werewolf and I felt like Edward mm-hmm. was like come on like it was very like oh this this vibes whereas Edward mm-hmm. was just kind of like I'm really upset right now like it just didn't like Jacob. <laughs> yeah. or Jacob yeah like it didn't give me the same I feel like if somebody else were to play Jacob potentially I would have even felt different but like hearing his little like boy voice really I really struggled and for whatever reason all I could see in the first two movies was Shark Boy. I don't even think I've seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but like that's all I was picturing the whole time Jacob was on screen. Well, I think one, Jacob is supposed to be younger than them. 
So that kind of presents mm. its own issue because like Bella's like 17 in the first movie. And so he's supposed to be like 16 or 15 for sure. And I did just look it up that Taylor Lautner is like six years younger than Robert Pattinson. So mm. that could have just been an age thing. But yeah, he he didn't feel as commanding and like intimidating as like you would think a werewolf yeah. would be. Exactly. And so like where you needed that to be able to understand the situation and like the mm-hmm. severity. The intensity. Of it, yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't get that because he sounded not like an alpha dog that he literally was. Welcome to your movie suck where we critique movies <laughs> when we have absolutely no no background, no education, no qualifications in the slightest. This um, is because I took different an podcasts. intro to film class. Good for you. I've just seen a lot of movies. Um anyway. <laughs> uh, I also have a note that all of the toasts at the wedding are like the wait, is this the third movie? Yeah, we've oh, kind shit. of gone. Oh, yeah, we've kind of yeah. blended, I think. Um, anything else about the second one? I just felt bad that like Jacob kept getting played and like, <laughs> oh yeah, Marissa said there it was, best. There was no remorse for him really. She just was like, goodbye, Edward's back. See you later, pup. And as Marissa said, you know, maturity is realizing that Bella was the toxic one because <laughs> I feel like when I first was reading and watching these, I'm like, yeah, Bella, do it do it to Mm -hmm. him like i was all about it and now i'm just kind of like whoa dog like you like kind of asked him to kiss you and you told him that you had feelings for him at a point so like super awkward Mm -hmm. um third movie is their wedding and the honeymoon how um i'm trying to think oh this the her nightmare about the wedding kind of gruesome (laughs) <laughs> okay, hold on. Out because of nowhere. Real quick, going back to the second movie. Okay. Kristen Stewart's scream when she's having night terrors. Like, Charlie had every <sighs> reason to be freaked out. He was like, this isn't yeah. normal. And I was like, bitch, you right. Like, this, if, if you will not go watch these, I will go find where it is in the movie where she's having these nightmares and just screaming mm-hmm. in excruciating pain. And like, he needed to take her to like a mental hospital. Honestly, like she was like uh-huh. fighting for her life in those dreams. Also, you had this point that we haven't mentioned yet. No one notices the massive bite mark on her yes. arm. Yes. At all. At all. <laughs> no point. Only Jacob. That's it. She had short sleeves on and it's not like you could be like, oh, self-harm. Like it was straight up bite mark. Literally like a shark took a chomp out of her arm. Like, that's <laughs> and no one what it questioned like. it. And no. I mean, what is she going to do now? Like in the last one of the last ones, Edward bites her. I'm kind of getting ahead like of five myself, times. Yeah, she's covered in bites like there. There's no, I guess. I think she heals. Yeah. yeah. Once she heals, like once you're a vampire, you're good. But like I was like, oh, God, like because I, <laughs> I was like, I don't remember him biting her this many times. And like they put in like a like a sinking in teeth sound and it literally was making me nauseous it's like <laughs> like an like biting into an apple is what it sounded like it was like it was like that tiktok um that tiktok where it's like pretending you're biting into an apple like that's yep. basically they took that sound i'm pretty sure for the trend yes. from twilight <laughs> it was so uncomfortable <laughs> um the okay so third movie she has like a super gruesome dream about the wedding which i was like oh god like to that point you didn't really i mean like yeah there's vampires and there's like violence but it wasn't like that yeah (laughs) i don't know how else to describe it it was just like real intense and i thought the last movie was a little bit intense for like teenagers to see because i think it was still rated pg-13 but it was a little bit more gruesome than I mean, it was a lot more gruesome than any of the other movies, but I was just like, oh, this is a little bit much. And racy. There was a lot of, like, sex talk. (laughs) (laughs) It was very sex positive for me being very young watching these. (laughs) Yeah, that was just, like, I... There was, like, the awkward talk with her dad, and then, like, 
her trying to seduce Edward, but he's like, yo, I don't want to hurt you. And then she's like, but why? And he's like, I'm old fashioned. So not until after I, I, I'm going to hurt you when we're doing it, but I'm going to wait until <laughs> after we're married, at least. I'd <laughs> like you to be my property before I hurt you, is what he <laughs> <Jesus>. said. <laughs> she was like, I want to hyphen my last name. And then we never reference it ever again. She's only Mrs. Cullen for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened? Uh, see, they get a little bit less like cringy, but just the concepts get more and more like crazy. Because like mm-hmm. I thought like the the action and everything and like the that that movie was fine and like the wedding the wedding was beautiful. It's in the Cullens' backyard. They got yeah. like weeping willows. It's gorgeous. Um, her dress is pretty. It's a live is pretty. band. There's a live band. They go on a beautiful vacation. They destroy their honeymoon suite. Also, mm-hmm. they kind of just skimmed over the fact that, like, Carlisle bought them an island for their honeymoon gift. No, that was Esme. That was a gift that he got Esme, I thought. Oh, I he said it like Carlisle got it at – or Carlisle – something about a gift. And yeah. then he said what the island's name was, but I just thought he meant, like, they that he gave him that. I don't know. But also – my question is, if Carlisle is the only one working, how do they have enough money that none of the other ones are working because they're all, like, teenagers and is he a, has an island? That is a very, very good point. I honest, Maybe old money? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, he's been hoarding it for years. That. Like, he just yeah. accidentally uses, like, a dollar bill from, like, 1820 and nobody bats <laughs> an eye. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> because i'm like granted he is a doctor but i'm just like you have but i guess like they're not eating so i don't know oh (laughs) yeah they're saving that money they don't need um that's true but they all have cars yeah but i feel like if you are not human you are kind of you don't need certain expenses so i could see maybe where you're saving some money that's true Um, i would save a lot of money if we didn't go grocery shopping that is very true um i also just had that all of the toasts at the wedding were super cringy maybe Mm -hmm. edwards was like the least cringy but well and i love how edward was like pouring his heart out and she's like nah i don't want to get the on the mic like no she (laughs) he literally is like burying his a non-existent soul soul, and she's just like (laughs) and then goes off then she, dance with jacob he said i love you and she said thanks like yeah and then, like she said, said i know no she said i know yeah. thank you <laughs> um and then she just goes and dances with jacob which is even more confusing it's just like for what for yeah, why he had to be feeling some things because she was in her wedding dress and he, she was mm-hmm. being all lovey-dovey towards him and yeah she's being super nice they've kind of made up at this point and just like why did you take this moment to like leave your wedding to go have a private moment with him i just was like yeah. oh, this is uncomfortable um also we forgot to address this why the sudden victoria change of actress I don't know, but I, it upset me because I don't like. I did not like the new Victoria. It was confusing. <laughs> One, because at first you don't even really realize that that's who that's supposed to be because they look so different. Like, granted, they both had red hair, but the first actress very clearly like has red hair, <laughs> and the new actress they like gave red right. hair. Yeah, there was it certainly was a weird. different vibe. Mm-hmm. And the first actress was very intense, which she was supposed to be. And the second actress was like very innocent looking. And I feel like mm-hmm. she was trying to play up the intensity and just wasn't working. No, yeah. I was afraid of New Moon, Twilight, Victoria. I was not of <laughs> Eclipse, Twilight, no. or Victoria's. No. No, 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 no. Um, so then while they're on their honeymoon, they find out that Bella is pregnant. Pregunta, pregante. Um, <laughs> then- <laughs> question in Spanish. I know. <laughs> have you ever, have you never seen that Reddit thread where it's like, how do I know if my wife oh, is yeah. prego, pregunta? And then it's like just people spelling it wrong. Um, okay, yeah. My bad. That's what I was referring to. Sorry, that was a very <laughs> deep cut internet meme that I didn't realize. And I should have been there. I should have been there. I'm so sorry. <sighs> it's okay. Um, so they find out she's pregnant. She's like rapidly getting pregnant, which is very uncomfortable. She gets like 
hella sick because this baby is basically like eating her from the inside out. Yeah, she looks um, like those commercials where they're trying to scare you off drugs and like this is yes, what happens if you're on meth. Like that's what she and looks like. The thing is, is it looks like the CGI in it is pretty well done. It's a little yeah. bit more believable than some of the other stuff that we had seen. And like you're just baby. like, oh, <laughs> I literally have the fake baby is illegal. Which here is why it confuses me. We're skipping to no the end. The end of this movie. So at the end of this movie, she gives birth, and Edward literally pulls out a real baby that's covered in blood. Right? It's like clearly a real baby. Then in like two scenes after that, it's a completely CGI'd baby. Yeah. For what reason? You couldn't find a live like one year old. <laughs> I don't understand. It was so confusing because like the face is CGI, the hands are CGI. It was like they weren't it's not even like at that age, it didn't really have to look like Edward or Bella. It didn't have to look like the actors. It could have just been a baby. You would have believed it. Yeah, and honestly, like these movies came out like th- that movie where she has the baby, I wanna say came out in what, twenty eleven, twenty twelve? Yeah. So like CGI was like about it at that point, and they could have done better. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. It, well, the other thing is, is like you didn't really need to CGI it. Like mm-hmm. you could have just had a one-year-old baby, and like even like it gets just worse because then like when she's like growing up, they're still CGIing it until they get to like the full age that the child like stops at at the end of the last movie. But mm-hmm. like even when she's supposed to be like six or seven, they CGI the face. I was like, for what reason? Yeah. For what reason? Unrealistic standards on young women. That's what. I don't know. I just was like, <laughs> it just like really upset me because there was a moment where they actually had a real baby. So I was like, so mm-hmm. then why did we stop doing that? That's I what don't I'm saying. understand. From day one, this was trying to be sabotaged and they, they just kept making them. But... <sighs> Yeah, I think then, the most important thing to talk mm-hmm. about at this point is Jacob. So if you haven't and if you're still listening and you still have no idea what happens in Twilight, I applaud you. We've been all over the place. Um, but Jacob and printing on the baby. <sighs> a little too far <laughs> for me personally. I feel like um, it should be like that they have to hit a certain age before you can imprint on someone. Well, and I wonder if, like, if he wasn't there while Bella was giving birth and, like, met the baby at that time. Later. Like, maybe, yeah, because I think it's, like, it's when you lock eyes or whatever. So, like, yeah, her being there, which makes everything better, apparently, to Bella. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like that could have been avoided and he could have been less creepy. Well, and that's what... This is the part where I don't really remember this in the book as much. And there's a part in the movie where he says, like, the reason that him and Bella felt so connected Mm. was because he, like, long term was supposed to be with Renesmee. And that, like, he's like, well, didn't you feel, like, super drawn to me a couple of days ago? And she was like, yeah. And he's like, and now you're not anymore? And she was like, yeah. And he's like, it's because it wasn't you. It was Renesmee. But like, mm. <laughs> like I have questions. Um, uh, Joey had a great question. Like what happens if the baby bites Jacob? But is the baby even, the baby doesn't need to drink blood. It can have people food too. Because the baby also sleeps. So can the baby change people into vampires? Question mark. Well, I mean, we the baby know. does crave blood though, because it almost killed Bella because it wanted In the blood. womb. Okay, for sure can she change people into vampires is that a thing then we were talking about the whole aging thing if she's rapidly aging but then we did at the very very end which i not anyway um <laughs> we do see that there is someone else that was half mortal half immortal yeah. and he got to like full grown quote unquote so probably like the age of like 19 or 20 i would assume and yeah. then he stopped aging kind of just like caught up to his body and then he stopped aging so that's what we're assuming is going to happen to Renesme. but then Jacob is going to continue to age correct oh yeah he's gonna look like a baller with this little 
19 year old when he's like an old man and people are going to ask questions and like their children will their children be quarter human quarter native american quarter werewolf quarter vampire we don't know it just feels like a lot and stephanie meyer if you're listening like I hope during quarantine you wrote about this so we could have answers mm-hmm. <laughs> or just like, I hope this sparks something in you because there is. So I talked to Marissa about this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there is another book that she did, which we'll get back to the other movies, but she did another book based off of one of the, so in the um, third movie, we kind of skipped over this, but Victoria, which is the villain with the red hair. Um, mm-hmm. She creates this army to destroy Bella and just, basically turns a bunch of these randos into vampires vampires so that they could. And there was a book that she did a few years ago that was based off of a very small character in that, of this little Mm -hmm. girl who, it's very interesting too, especially like if you did it now after watching the movies and having it fresh in your mind, because it's literally her perspective up until she dies. Um, But it talks about that. And I mean, I, I, when I read it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just feel like, why that? Like, why couldn't you have expanded on what happens with Jacob and Renesme? Like, I really want to understand that. That feels like it'd be a separate series. So I wonder if maybe that has been in the work. I would hope, but I kind of feel like at this point. I feel like at this point, like, we really needed something to hang on to. So if that was going to happen, it would have happened in 2020. Yes, that (laughs) is very true. Because it would have been, like, 10 years later and stuff like that, but. Um, also I have a couple of notes that I actually skipped over. The mm. fact that Jacob gets so pissed off at Bella for wanting to hook up with Edward at their honeymoon. <laughs> it was it, during hot. their wedding reception. It was, it was so, so uncomfy. Like uh, I get that he's in love with her, but like I don't know. It just his protection like, gonna was- kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his mind. He had to go away for literally months. Because uh-huh. she was going to have sex with Edward. And I just like. And I was like, oh, I thought we got past this. No, we weren't. I <laughs> well, thought we were being nice. And into the- I don't know. Like, was because she going to still go back to, be- to him? I don't know. He came to be very cordial and be like, congrats on getting married. I still love you. XOXO gossip girl. I don't know. But then, like, as soon as she said that or even made a joke, he was like, ugh, and like absolutely lost it. And I just was like, oh, okay. So, like, you were cool with her getting married, but hooking up with her husband, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like he, for whatever reason, thought he still had a chance at that point. <sighs> it's and everyone, confusing. Yeah. It honestly was just a lot. And Jacob's a lot. And Bella being in love with both of them. Like, I'm pretty sure if Edward was like, what are your thoughts on polygamy? Like, they would be in a open marriage at some point well no because then it's insinuated that she no longer has those feelings for jacob because renesme is now like out in the world so that's just part of her doesn't exist from from the egg exactly she was loving on exactly 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 that's exactly what he's implying is that like he no longer has an interest in bella because now that part of her is out in the world and like she no longer has a romantic interest in him because now renesme is out in the world and i'm just like okay so you're telling me that you had this like undeniable connection with the person you didn't imprint on her but a connection with this person because they had an egg inside of their body that was going to be born into a baby that you would fall in love with yeah and now that it's not in her body you couldn't care less about her well and before he realized this he was legit like telling edward and his family to like kill the baby so like what what a love story to be like yep when i first found out you existed i wanted you gone (laughs) And then I saw your eyes. Like, I just feel like that might cause some problems. Like, it would cause problems to me if that was said to me by my werewolf husband. But... (laughs) (laughs) Also, is, like, she get a choice? Does she also have this undeniable connection with him? That is a very... Well, he becomes what she wants, what she needs. So maybe he, like, legit personality shift until it's, like, loves. So it's really fucked up. I mean, we got a lot. I'm, like, gritting my teeth as you just said that. And I was like, girl, that sounds amazing. It sounds very, like, the Netflix series You. Like, very much, like, I'll be who you want me to be. Which maybe he'll turn into a vampire then. 
I don't really know. Stephanie. I feel like she can't change that from me. So we'll never know unless she does. We'll it. never know. Um, what other notes do I have? The I forgot that the I'm sorry, we've already spoiled pretty much the entire series. Um yeah. but <laughs> the last fight scene is like super gruesome, mm-hmm. super dramatic. Carlisle gets his head ripped off his body and he's burned to death. Um, mm-hmm. multiple wolves die, and yeah. I completely forgot that it was Alice's vision that she was all a dream like (sighs) I forgot it was kind of good and Joey also said this that was the best writing of the (laughs) yeah we forgot to mention Joey himself watched Mm -hmm. these movies um willingly by choice he really was very curious and has now a a, deeper understanding of us as adolescent teenagers (laughs) A lot of stuff's clicking for him. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, he said, and I would agree. I mean, honestly, I remember when I first saw that in theaters, I was like, what? The? Like, I was salty. You couldn't, be- yeah, you could not believe that that's how it was going to end. That, like, Carlisle yeah. was just going to be killed so frivolously that, like, all of these werewolves going to die. Poor um, Seth, the little, yes. the little werewolf baby. I was like, oh, my God, why? Like, I was so stressed that whole last scene. <laughs> One well, and much like I'm Team Jenny, I'm Team Seth. Like, yes, he's just trying to vibe, and literally everyone is just being trashed to him. And yeah, and Jacob's like, "You're gonna go against the pack and your sister," and he goes, "Well, if it's the right thing to do." And I was like, "Hell yeah, Seth!" Yeah, Hell and then yeah, everyone just still, child. and then like, there's they still dicks out, to him. Yeah, they brought out sandwiches, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Thanks." Like he was just like a better. <laughs> he he's went better to the than wedding. Most. Yeah. yeah. He went to the wedding and was just hanging out. Like, he was a good kid. We just glazed right over his character. We did, and I apologize, Seth. Well, that's the other issue I do have with this series in general, is there's so many side characters that never, like, why did we get so in-depth with Anna Kendrick's character when then it's like, we just don't care about her then for the last, like, three books? Or why do we care about Seth's character when it's like, we don't really know what happens to him. (laughs) Well, and that's why, honestly, it's so hard to talk about. Like, it's hard for us to talk about right now, I feel like, because it's Mm -hmm. so, like, when you're watching or when you're reading, like, you're able to follow along. But trying to Mm -hmm. say what's going on out loud, like, it's like, and then there was this. And then this happened. And this person came. And then, like, Mm -hmm. it's very all over the place. And it somehow works when you're in the moment. But, like, trying to talk about it. It's a lot. Yeah, because like even in the last movie, they bring all of these people in from different countries that are vampires to like mm-hmm. basically be on their side and vouch for them. And like they all have their own little backstories and plot lines, which I honestly think that everyone's backstory would be interesting because I'm still confused on like how Jasper and Alice met and how Emmett and Rosalie met and how even like um as me and uh carlisle met yeah. i have no idea no concept of that in the slightest and then we bring in all of these other little side characters where we like oh this person fought in the revolutionary war but we're never gonna talk about him again and here's three mm-hmm. sisters and then their mom did this and then one of them dies we're never gonna talk about them again it's like wait what's going on yeah there's like a lot that's left open to however you want it to turn out and I don't like that like I would love some clarity and that's kind Mm -hmm. of and that that is another thing that I really like so the other book I didn't say the name before but the other book is the short second life of Brie Tanner Mm -hmm. um I did like that because it was it was cool to kind of see because the whole time like she said in the movie like she didn't know what's going on she just Mm -hmm. turned into a vampire and then was told to do all these things Mm -hmm. and like, I just wish she would have taken, and I feel like she could have gotten away with, like, if anything, for the money, Stephanie. Like, you could do that for other people. <laughs> for the money. Even I would, like, pay for a $5 paywall to read it on, like, a blog post, to <laughs> yes! be honest. Yes. Or, like, a short story book where it's, like, short mm-hmm. stories of every single person and how they became vampires. Like, I feel like I wouldn't, at this point of watching them recently like mm-hmm. ask me that last year I would have been like <laughs> no no but like <laughs> I'm reinvested in something I was invested in in middle school mm-hmm. and I want answers yeah also Jasper literally did not have an accent until it was brought up <laughs> that he was from Texas and then he's like hello ladies all of a sudden <laughs> he also was like the acting in the first movie was so painful mm-hmm. and I get that he's supposed to look like he's in pain but it was like he didn't barely like move his mouth or anything in the first movie. It was so good. 
Well, and Edward was supposed to have an, like, I didn't really hear Edward's accent a lot because Edward oh, was supposed yeah. to have a very, like, old-timey. Yeah, he's supposed to sound like he's, like, from another time. Yeah, and he did maybe, like, three words, and then he just sounds normal. Like, I don't know. I just, there was a lot left open, and I feel like we could literally start a side podcast just dissecting all things twilight and yeah. what we think happened because like i could i honestly could go through and like make commentary over the entire first movie just <laughs> on its own because it's just there's just i don't know there's so many side characters we don't really get resolution for anyone there's mm-hmm. a lot of people where we're given very brief history that's kind of interesting but then we don't ever touch on it ever again mm-hmm. um there's the weird not wrapped up story of like what happens with renesme i just think that's the biggest one what happens with renesme and jacob Because they're two different ages. Does he just hang around? Because, like, technically, the Cullens should be moving out of Seattle soon. Yeah. Because they've kind of aged out now at this point. So, like, you would think that they'd be leaving, question mark, and now they're just going to stick around with Jacob? Like... Or is Jacob going to go with them? Like, I don't know. And Renesmee's never going to age after she hits a certain point. So, like, what's his plan for the rest of their life? Like, is he just going to keep moving her around? I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't, and I don't also get, like, I just feel like there's been multiple opportunities for Charlie, Bella's dad. Mm -hmm. Um, Bella's mom was very okay with her 18-year-old daughter marrying this very, like, (laughs) sus-looking family. She was hella pumped, and, like, I just feel like... She was clapping from the sidelines, like, (laughs) woo She was here for it. Like, she, she, there was no mention of, Hey, I did that when I was your age and I regretted it. She was just like about it the whole time and didn't make any sense. And like when they saw all the graduation caps, like, and when Bella looked. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like like, what? Bella looked different after she turned into a vampire. Like none of it was fully questioned. Like all her dad was like, you're not a dog, right? And then like that was (laughs) it. It was fine. No more questions. And I just feel like if I were in his, if I closed my eyes and I was in there. Mm-hmm. And you had that mustache. Yeah. Strictly. And you, yep. And you were a police officer in Washington in a very small. I also would like to add that Forest Washington <laughs> is very small. So like just the concept that, I don't know, that like people wouldn't hear random things about the Cullens like is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just like, there's they're- no way. They're a weird family. They're more than a weird family. Like, there's yeah. a different... There's clearly a different aura about them. Like, I just... Well, and the first movie, they, like... You can tell that they, like, put white-casted makeup on them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's... It's very bad. And towards the end, they, like, stopped doing that as much. So they looked a little bit more human. But they still were, like, very, like, clean-looking and, like, more beautiful than the other people. But I just was like, why did they, like, paint their faces white in the first movie? I don't understand. Like, yeah, I they were trying to, to paint it. They are supposed to be pale. However, all of those actors were white, and they all were already pale. We oh, really didn't, didn't need to, to do, do much to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just confusing. You know, I just – there was a lot, and a lot of thoughts I had throughout my time watching these again. On, yeah. Yeah. Just- and as much as like I questioned, as much as I'm like that was t- there's parts that were not great, mm-hmm. I did like it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I think that now it's just nostalgia, and I think then it was like this really deep connected, supposedly like romance. Like it yeah. was like a first romance novel I had ever read. I guess. Well, and I think I brought this up in the podcast before, but, like, this was the first, like, really book I read that I enjoyed. Like, Mm -hmm. I read for school, but, like, as far as something that I wanted to read that I was, like, couldn't put the book down. Like, I'm pretty sure, I believe it was either New Moon or Eclipse. I read it in one sitting. Like, I... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was probably, knowing me, it was probably New Moon, the depressing one. But, um, (laughs) like... But I was never like that. And so it like it kind of sucked when it got that weird rep. Like, because I feel like if the movies never happened, it would have a very Harry Potter acceptance in pop culture. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, or just made better. <laughs> yeah, I think that be- Harry Potter just, like, had more time to flesh out everything. Mm, yeah. Whereas, like, I think putting it to... Because what? It was only really four books, five movies, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I think putting it to four books, you had a lot to get out because like Harry Potter had time to like give you the backstory of the really important characters and how they intertwined and like explain how they got there and all the other stuff. And like this did not have that time to do that. Yeah. So we didn't really, we didn't get to see how the Cullens became a family and like why everyone's connected together. And we didn't get to see like the history of Bella's family and their dynamics and stuff. So it just was like a little bit more confusing and rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it did get a weird rep. I do feel like the like was Harry Potter cool when it came out? I don't remember. I like, honestly, was inherently more cool than I think people just immediately dogged on Twilight, to be honest. They did, yeah. And it was I think it was because it was so commercialized and the way that mm. they kind of went about it, they didn't do it the same way as Harry Potter. Like I yes, it, it was <laughs> hot topic got its claws <laughs> into it right away. And ruined it. I think that's what um, happened is everyone saw Harry Potter and then when they saw the next thing happening, they were like, mm, oh, we are on it. Yeah, because I mean, it was, I th- I think like anything when it's like a book, like it is kind mm-hmm. of nerdy. But I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like for the most part. Well, yeah, because like it, Hunger Games was around that time too. So like, and yeah. Divergent. Yeah, there was a lot coming out. And also something to point out too is like, I think with Harry Potter, like, there was some time between the books and the movies, like not towards the yeah. end, but mm-hmm. I there was only maybe one or two years from the first Twilight yeah. book to the first movie. So like, I feel like with Harry Potter, it was at least, I want to say like five or six years, which again, I guess isn't a lot, but like, I, I feel mm-hmm. like there was more time to kind of figure out how it wanted to be mapped out. Whereas it felt like this was kind of a rush job to complete compete with Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what happened is they saw how well a book like series to a movie was doing and they were like when the first book took off they were like oh shit like we have to try to replicate this Mm -hmm. as closely as or as quickly as we can so while it's still a trendy thing to do yeah Yeah, it does suck i feel like i'm gonna go buy twilight merch now for no reason (laughs) truly it's probably still a hot topic but like 70 percent off (laughs) i'll go find one it's gonna be in the back somewhere like with like little dust cobwebs around it for aesthetic Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe just buy the first book because I really feel like there had to have been, I feel like their love connection in the first book must have been more detailed out that I like b- bought into it because just watching that movie, I was like, I don't buy this at all. Yeah. I feel nothing for these two characters. And I'm like, the book had to have been different. It just had to be. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would recommend too, if you, if no one's read the Brie Tanner book, I would mm. say to do that because it's interesting um mm-hmm. and it's a different kind of vibe if you will but i also will say something that i just remembered or memory mm-hmm. i recovered um as far as merch i do have an edward cullen barbie doll oh interesting. still in its box like i have it like collectors a dish that i got for christmas interesting i definitely had like well i've been to forks but this was like way after the fact but i had family that lived in Washington and they had gotten me like a love bites t-shirt and like stuff from Washington. Yes. It was beautiful. I did not have a Barbie of Edward, but I think I was, I think I was low key ashamed to ever admit that I was ever team Jacob. So I was too on the fence to ever buy anything like that. As you should. (sighs) Damn. I just always root for the underdog for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) do you have any final thoughts on our, literal twilight saga that we just went through um i just no i mean i (laughs) i'm glad we did it i'm glad we Mm -hmm. we went back in time and Mm -hmm. watched these again and kind of relived that it did make me re-angry for all of the empty um open parts that should have been explained but the plot holes that should have been wrapped up some way yeah, and, like, I just feel like if you were into it when you were younger, like, you don't have to tell anyone. Go in your room. Put it on <laughs> Netflix. Like, you'll enjoy it. Just do yeah. it. No one if you, you tell anyone. I think if you've never seen them, it's going to seem really weird. Yeah, you're like, not going to be about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. But if you have the nostalgia of having been a part of it when it was originally happening, I think that you would be into it. I mean, I still liked it. I, def- I feel like I have to read that first book again, but I just – it had a weird nostalgia of being like, oh my God, I was like in eighth grade when I was mm-hmm. reading these and watching these come out. So 
a lot of my personality now I've realized has come from <laughs> New Moon. <laughs> yes. Specifically. <laughs> the first half of the book specifically. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us. We are not going to do Hunger Games next week because I need something that has a little bit less homework than this. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what streaming service decides to now put Hunger Games up all at one time. Um, thank you all for joining us. If you are interested, we have a new Patreon episode that is out. You can go listen to the full episode on our Patreon, Your Friends Suck podcast. Um, there is the preview of it, obviously, on our podcast, the first like 20 ish minutes. If you're interested in just hearing kind of what it's like, we get into it though right mm. after. It cuts off. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I really don't want you to get to the Patreon. <laughs> Joey's going to cut me out saying this, but like I reveal a lot in that Patreon. So For sure. if anything, join it out of curiosity of what <laughs> I am. Just to see what Alyssa says. <laughs> Truly. You won't regret uh, it. You will not regret it. Find us on Instagram, your friends suck pod. Email us at yourfriendsuckpod at gmail.com with any questions and topics that you are interested in. Um, do you have any final thoughts for this week? Yeah, I mean, if there's something we've done a lot of like movie book stuff recently. If there's mm-hmm. something you want us to either trash or um, or see for the first time because you love this movie, but your friends suck and they won't watch it with you, let us know. We will give it a full shakedown. Yeah, we, we can't will. promise to be on your side, but we'll support you in your yeah, endeavors. We may end up trashing it, even though I'm saying we wouldn't. Um, we just trashed Twilight and I just said I loved it. So like I don't really know where we stand really. We're all over the place. We're very much Bella. We're Switzerland. We <laughs> <We're> Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa wanted to make what did you want to make it? Um, Team Switzerland sucks because I think Team it's stupid that this bitch just instead of <laughs> deciding who she loved was like, I'm Switzerland. You can't, you can't do fight that. over me. You, you can't, can't fight over me. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> Shut up, Bella. You admit it you loved both mm-hmm. and you and led them you led jacob on and edward like she just i mean she ended up with edward but i just feel <sighs> like she kissed, she kissed jacob immediately after they got engaged she wanted it all and you wanted and it all used her human mind as an excuse and i'm yeah, just joey's gonna be joey's gonna be so mad at us because we can never wrap up an episode but anyway <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us this week. Go find us on all of those things. Um, as always, wash your hands. Actually, I said that. Oh, soon we won't have to say this. I'm lying. Mm. I'm going to say this for the end of the time. Wash your hands. Wear a flipping mask. Um, and Switzerland sucks. That's the worst line ever. Growing up means you find out that Bella is the toxic one. Goodbye. Amen. We'll see you next week. See ya. I, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends suck.